and recording on this computer. What's up, world? How are you doing today? I'm Lance. This is Dan. We're throwing eggs. I stole his line. Ha <laughs> ha. He can't introduce himself now. Hi, guys. <laughs> What's up? What's up, Lance? Good, brother. How are you doing today? I'm good, man. I'm good. The sun uh, is shining. The sun rose and uh, been doing some fun. I've been doing fun times. What about fun, you? Fun times. I see uh, one of your fun times is a boat. You've, yeah, man. you've elevated the room in which you are in. It's not a, a good old, you know, sanitarium. It's a you got pictures now. They're allowing you to hang things on the wall. Good for you. It's, good it's, for uh, you. Soon enough, there'll be mattresses on the wall. It'll be a It'll be an entire John Oliver thing. Oh, good. You're just moving up in the world. Nice. I know. Yep. I'm in the same background. But you know. It's a nice background. It's a very pretty I, background. I got stuff. I got stuff. I'm trying to figure out a way. Yeah, man. Dude, I got to figure out the way to uh, get that like cool hazy background, which like sort of, you know, distorts everything behind you. So it's just a silhouette. What is that? Called? Oh, yeah. Um, portrait modes, but for Zoom. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. talking about that, dude, the last time uh, we recorded, I had you as like the main screen for the whole time <laughs> until like halfway through. And then I was like, oh, wait, I got to switch this over. We haven't done this for so long. I forget that I got to. And there we are. OK, you forget that you got to. I forget that I got to. Well, the guts, the got to the get a. Mm hmm. Mm. I'm uh, I'm feeling pretty groovy. I did a uh, I just ended a 36 hour fast, actually. Whoa, fast life. Okay. Yeah, I just decided to do it just to see what it would be like because I've been hearing all about it. And it was kind of cool. I didn't actually even get hungry, which was kind of cool. I just kind of drank a lot of water, a few mm -hmm. soda waters, and was uh, was good. Popping bubbles? Yeah, popping bubs, bro. Mm. Uh, what yeah, flavors? Just... Oh, oh, you know, Mandarin. Mandarin. Oh, that's your go-to? Yeah, that's totally. Ah, well, nice. well, during the pandemic, it has been. There's been a... Uh, there's been a shortage of my favorite uh, soda waters. Mandarin's my third favorite. Are you but, a LaCroix? Uh, Are you a LaCroix? No, I'm not Croix. No, I'm not um, Croix in it? Okay. I'm, I'm Wegmans, bro. You're Wegmans. Ah, nice. Yeah. Nice. It's a Wegmans kind of day. Uh, yeah, man. They uh, The pandemic, there's been like a shortage of my favorites, which are peach and lime mint. Lime mint. Ooh, that sounds yeah. nice. Okay. Yeah, so. All right. But. Yeah, I feel kind of clear-headed, kind of good, just kind of, uh, whew, you know, uh, just like I got like a really deep sleep last night. I feel like actually, mm -hmm. oh, that's cool. I don't know, I don't know if it had anything to do with the fasting or not, but uh, yeah, it was good. I'm gonna try and do that like twice a month or three times a month, just not eating on Mondays. Mm -hmm. Just. Uh, just so get, you eat Sunday night, then you don't eat all of Monday, and then you wait yep, till Tuesday then, morning and have some breakfast. And then have Tuesday <laughs> breakfast. The um, break fast. Ha ha. Yeah. That's yeah, actually, it's breaking yeah. the fast. Mm -hmm. So, uh, but yeah, man, got to get in shape get for that uh, for that beach season coming up, bro. Yo, I'm getting, I'm getting good. I'm getting good. I'll, I'll just let, I'll just let you know that. So oh, when you same. see me, you're gonna be like, "Ooh, look at that!" What are you? Uh, Ghost, what are you? Uh, like what Casper are you... Adonis over there. What are you gooding on? I'm gooding on. Um, so during the pandemic, when I was still being a fat, lazy blob, I uh, subscribed to like the P90, like Beachbody app for like 80 bucks for the year. They had some crazy sale nice. on it, and I was 
out and I may have shared this story a little bit before, but I was out in the woods in the middle of nowhere. And if I was just like, all right, I need to do something physical. So of course I subscribed to it and just continuously opened up a bunch of six packs and didn't ever do the workouts. But (laughs) (laughs) then I move into this apartment building and there's a gym about a hundred yards down the hall from me on my same floor. I don't even have to go down flights of stairs. I'm pretty sure my gym access is easier than like Mark Wahlberg's even, you know, he has stairs involved, Uh, but it's, Awesome. But of course I didn't use it for like the first, you know, five months we were here. Then I combined (laughs) the two. I was like, what do I have? What are my resources? And I'm on day. I'm like day, like a 70 ish for P90X. Nice dude. You're getting ripped. I am. It's good, man. It does work, dude. I mean, the biggest thing is it's just working out, but then I also change my diet a lot. As we love to talk about on here, um, getting the mind right, and then that's really helping out the all the other aspects of life. Well, and- it's crazy. I don't know why people don't ever think of this. It blows my mind. Uh, I don't know why doctors don't do this, but no doctor ever tests anyone's nutrient levels. And nutrient levels are huge. Like, a lot of vitamin B uh, goes into making certain tr- neurotransmitters. You know, if you got a zinc deficiency, you're more likely to be a violent criminal. Well, that's not true, <laughs> but a lot of violent criminals have a zinc deficiency. So there's something that they have in common, but uh-huh. it's nuts, man. It's nuts. I, I've been eating, I've been eating pretty well. Metal heads on all the violent crimes. <laughs> it's the lack of metal. It is the lack you need of metal. more metal in your life, folks. Well, certain kinds of metal. If you have too much copper, you're also fucked. Ah. Don't don't eat any pennies, Lance. I was I was talking about <laughs> that type of metal. <laughs> what? Don't eat any more pennies, uh-huh. and uh, you'll Listen be good. Listen to some more uh, double bass drums. That's no exactly. Today. Some don't worry, be happy. Some Jamaican drums, some Jamaican mm-hmm. vibrations. I feel that. But yeah, man, there's something about there's something about the gym that motivates me. Cause I've got a, I've got like a heavy kettlebell that I bought at the beginning of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And uh, same thing with your P 90 X at the beginning. Like I barely ever used it, but something about going to the gym is just motivating to me. Like I, for some reason, I don't really get real chuffed with uh like at home workouts Mm -hmm. but the gym like just motivates me to no end finally got the gym membership back after uh my vaccine nice yeah i think uh you had gone the last time we were chatting you had gone once or twice or you gone once at least yeah dope awesome i like it i yeah i've always been the home workout like i'll go to the gym yeah and since this gym is basically my home i that's how I use it. It's like, oh, let me walk down my hallway, and then I'm at the gym. Yeah. Uh, the lady does CrossFit, you know, um, classic cool. uh, physical activity of millennials because we're so cool with it, right? Uh, totally. She loves that, but a part of it is that engage, like the community and stuff. She likes going in, chatting with some friends. Yeah, exactly. For like one outlet that's away from work. It's something that she does for herself, and it's cool. Um, so I, I support her fully. Um, <laughs> I support her in her CrossFit journey. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's you cool. better. You I better, you, hey, you husband. I uh I gotta like I kick her ass out of the house at times when I yeah, like, she's like, I'm gonna go today at the 515 class. And if it's five o'clock and she's sitting on the couch, 
I'm like rolling her out the door. I'm like, get out of here. Get. Wait, why was Jesus so ripped? Oh, dude. Jesus was ripped because he was moving stones, bro. Yeah. He was that builder, that no, boulder I, builder. I thought ah! it was I thought it was because of CrossFit. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Boo. Oh, Get one. off the stage. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Like yeah. It. It's overall, Lance, I think we can agree that it just feels good to get the blood moving again. Just get our asses out of the house. Uh, beach plans. I got beach plans. I'm going to the beach in July. I'm going to Denver next month. I'm Sweet. super stoked about that. Awesome. But it just feels good, man. Everything's yeah, man. opening up. Get the blood flow going. I've been working with the uh, Elizabeth River Project. They're down here in Norfolk, Virginia. Shout out to them. They're a beautiful organization. And I've been working on their uh, coral reef restoration and uh, living shoreline projects along the Elizabeth River, which is one of the main uh, inlet rivers for the Chesapeake Bay down here in Southeast Virginia. And we've been going in and building these oyster castles, which are basically like a foot by foot or 18 by 18 inch uh, cinder blocks that then you stack on top of each other like Legos. They, they look different than your traditional like two squared cinder blocks, um, like 35 pounds each. But we got to like haul them out into the muck in the mire and then drop them in and then stack them up. And this builds a little bit of a it builds a break in the river as it's if there's a storm that's coming in or if there's heavy rain uh, it gives the shoreline the chance to regrow so it allow then we go through and we plant different types of uh, seagrass and this helps to protect the shoreline from you know storms and erosion but along that wall part of what's really cool is that uh, oyster spores will attach to it and then within a year you'll have just cover it with all of these oysters Uh, and it's been a cool way to just get out in the world and you know, help out our waters and mother nature and get some sun, dude, get that vitamin D, but it's been mm. awesome, but it's, a, whew, it's ridiculously difficult. I'll say that you're like knee deep in muck, carrying these bricks over and placing them down. It's cool though. I dig it. I like it. So you don't even need a, a workout plan while you got your muck going on. Mm-hmm. Just mucking around. You're a good human, Lance. Uh, yeah, I try to be at times. I have days. Uh, not always, though. No, no. Okay. No. Yeah. No. We can't always be good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's pretty badass, man. I guess it's, I guess that, uh, I guess that provides biodiversity and uh, oysters are, I mean, I love a good oyster. Do you ever eat oysters? Mm-hmm. Oysters are phenomenal. Go out and support, support. <laughs> Go and support as your oysters. No, go support all your local oyster markets. Uh, they uh, support them. Support them. Go over there and support them. Uh, I feel very disappointed right now. The uh, most of the shells that uh, the organizations are getting in are from restaurants and uh, you know s- seafood markets. They'll just collect them after you know people consume the oyster and then save the shell. And then those shells are actually recycled and they're dumped back into uh, the rivers. And then those allow for when oysters start to spore naturally, it actually gives them something else to cling on to. Uh, Cause as the oyster shells break down, you know, they calcify, they get hard all around. And then these build natural walls and barriers. And we've seen in the Chesapeake Bay, like whales return 
uh, schools of dolphins have come back in larger numbers. Um, there's been really cool, there's otters in along some of the rivers now, which is just amazing. Any of these like large mammals you don't get when you have dirty water. And one of the biggest, uh, social projects that have been going on, you've probably heard like the billion oyster projects here and there. Um, totally. Yeah. So you have those in almost every major bay, uh, in the U S and they're awesome. Oysters clean the water, dude. They filter gallons a day. It's yeah, nuts. they're uh, they're filters, man. They're filters. I that's why I personally no uh, no offense to Virginia oysters, but I think my favorite are the cold water oysters, like the Canadian oysters mm-hmm. um, off the off the east coast of Canada, just because there tends to be less kind of like craziness in colder water uh, in terms of like things floating around, but I totally, I love a good warm water oyster when the time is right. But, uh, well, what, what are you looking for in your oyster? What, what, what profile, what flavors are you going for? Oh my God. I'm going for a little bit, a little bit of salt, maybe a little bit of an old boot Uh and, uh, maybe some tire, Mm -hmm. but, but on the real though, uh, I love, Oh my God. I love an oyster shooter. So you put like, uh, some bloody Mary mix in there, you know, you grind up some pepper and some Mm -hmm. celery and some old bay and you just really, really dick around Mm -hmm. and you just, uh, I mean, for the people that like to party, they can add like some, uh, alcohol into it, but I just love to take them, you know, just with the bloody Mary mix, no alcohol, obviously. Oh, they're so good. My friend actually, I was there when it happened. My friend actually found a pearl once. Oh, sweet. Yeah. That's dope. It's wild. It's pretty crazy, man. That's pretty crazy. Crazy, man. It's crazy, man. You talking crazy. You talking old boots and sea salt, man. Dude, man. I, I just can I'm just so excited about the summer, Lance. It's just like people are back out doing their thing, back in action, like mingling, like doing what the good Lord told us to do, you know, Mm -hmm. just, uh, getting out there, being among our people, you know, practicing, making babies and actually making babies Mm -hmm. and just, uh, just really getting into it, just getting in the mix of things, dancing, listening to music. It's all good. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I'm excited for what day I go to, I'm heading down to Tampa the end of the month and then going to go see the the mother-in-law. And then at the end of the true end of the month, uh, I got a wedding down in Mexico. I'm going to Chichen Itza, Tulum. I'm going diving in the cenotes, diving that's, in Cozumel. That's it's right. It's going to be amazing. That sounds sick, dude. I'm so excited. Dude, I want to – I booked my trip to Denver. I want to book a trip to Tampa. Mm. Dude, we're driving, I got one- we're driving down. Oh, uh, I, I, I don't think I could handle a drive because you got, you've got your, uh, wife co-pilot. I don't know if I could convince anyone to drive down with me. Mm-hmm. She'll probably just go to sleep. That's yeah. probably what's going to happen. And then I'm going to listen to an audiobook. That's all I do, man. It's like, I can, I'll just rock out a book. I'll hit play 12 hours later. Bam. I've listened to an awesome book on there, which is amazing. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. the way to go. I'm listening to a book called Nutrient Power right now, Nutrient which I power. Okay, sweet. referenced earlier. But uh, yeah, it's dope. You should check it out. Dude, I I have a, this laundry list of books that I'm going through right now, and it's going so much slower than it should be. I've got to like not watch like my hour or so of TV at night with the lady. 
I got a book called How to Read a Book, and I haven't even opened up the first page. I don't know <laughs> if I told you about that. Yeah, it's just, it's, look, I'm not even, ex I got it right here. How Do to read a book. Does it come in the audiobook version? <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure the step first step is open the book. And I haven't even gotten to that yet. It should be on the cover. How to read a book. Step one, <laughs> open this book. Like, yeah. Exactly. Oh, man, I should send it. This. Re redo the cover. Get it out of here. Where were your editors? I know, man. People, people that need a lot of help are going to need that first step. Mm -hmm. but, That's yeah. amazing. It's <laughs> I love it. Oh, dude, I also got uh, I got approval for one of those fun uh, points with the credit cards for flights. Ka -ka, ka -ka. So oh, I'm able sick. to go into Hawaii at the beginning of next year. Round trip, fall free. Dude, nice. Right? That's what it's all about, man. It's uh, I gotta get I gotta get some frequent flyer miles. I gotta mm -hmm. boost that up. I gotta get on that get on that train. Because like, everything's opening up yet. It's like the sweet spot before COVID-23 happens. So I really want to like do a lot of travel. Mm -hmm. It's going to be DC fun. DC in about, what is it? Uh, June, June the 1st. I think they're going 100% capacity. No way. Yeah, DC's opening up, open up fully. So, oh my I, God, I don't know. The number I don't of know if I can handle that. Yeah, it's just going to yeah. be weird to be in a crowd. Like it's going to throw people off. You're gonna, people are gonna be anxious. Um, yeah, I, I mean, it's gonna it's gotta be... happen. I mean, it's it's great for the businesses that you know they'll actually see their numbers. And for the summer, man, yeah, the venues, it's gonna be weird. The, shows, uh, the restaurants, yeah. yeah, it's gonna be weird. Zoo. Just just kind of like getting back out into the mix of things. And I don't know. I think people are kind of like a little bit hesitant. It's Some people are. It's because they've been all, they've been home this past year, curled up to their sex spot. Oh, good oh, transition. Let's talk about sex spots, baby. Let's talk about me and not me. you. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about me and me. Yeah. Let's talk about all the left hands and the right hands. Yeah, oh. baby. Let's talk about <laughs> gears, baby. Oh, oh nice. man, gears. Gears. Okay, so bra, this, bra, so this top, yeah. this conversation, this conversation is going to be a little bit philosophical in nature, a little bit biological in nature, and we'll just see where it goes. I like it. I like it. I like it. Yeah. So, yeah, Lance, what I've do you been... think about sex bots? What do oh, you think man. about the current state of sex bots? Uh, there's a. Uh... When was this? Like probably five or six years ago, I read a short story by B.J. Novak, the guy who rewrote the American Office. Uh, he plays yeah. the temp in the office, uh, and he has a he has a book of you know little short stories. And he one of his stories was about purchasing a a sex bot, uh, a companion, as some would say. And it was just it was funny. It was lighthearted. Um, and that was like my first, that was like, I think the actual last thing that I had looked up or talked about or actually thought about the sex bot world until you had sort of mentioned it in passing a couple of weeks ago. And since then, my mind has just been filled with crazy ideas. I mean, I'm living in the world of Terminator right now in my own brain. It's wild. It is it's crazy. Wild. 
And it's wild, man. It's kind of going to be the first use application, I feel like, just because, I mean, the fir- the I mean, obviously, when you look at the internet, the main application is porn. So I feel like the, one of the main applications for when robots do come around will be like sexy time. Dude, yeah. So I went into the history a little bit about um, how the sex industry has always been on the forefront of tech and pushing the whatever tech was coming out at the times was really making it, you know, popular. Dude, it goes all the way back to the printing press. Yeah, like, I bet. It's nuts, man. So back in the day with the p- printing press, you know, printing press came out in uh, 1500s. There were two images or um, stories in a way uh, that were put out in 1524 and 1530. And those things pushed. I mean, they absolutely just the printing press went from like, hey, this is cool to, oh, man, we need one in our town. And then the <laughs> this is even crazier. One of the first uh, fully electronic appliances. Take a guess what it was. Um, a neon dildo. Oh, my goodness. That is spot on. It was a vibrator. You get points. <laughs> you get points. Totally, dude. Um, oh, it's what it's all about, man. That's yeah. what it's all about. People are constantly coming up with ways... I mean, if you go and just ask your local ER doctor how many times they've seen something pulled out of some, up somebody's somewhere. ass, yeah, yeah, stuck up somewhere, then they're going to be like, people are constantly experimenting with this stuff. It's insane, you know, whether it's positions or mm-hmm. inventions or any of that. I mean, I guess the printing press, they were pumping out 50 shades of gray, huh? Yeah. It was... Let's see. I don't, so that's part of it. It couldn't have been because the printing press couldn't have been a photo or anything like that. So it had to have been had to have been a story, an, right? So yeah, it been 50 an erotic shades. story. Yeah, an erotic mm-hmm. story. And I mean, even when you go back, I mean, it goes back further than that with the hieroglyphics, you know, naked people in the high drawings on the caves. Yeah, but it's it's wild, man. Um, yeah. Erotic literature was one of the first things really put out. And then we so, think about yeah. like even the new tech that we're dealing with now. We've we've talked about this once or twice. Just VR, you you can see just the, its prevalence. I mean, for anybody out there that wants to go and hunt around, there's probably over fifty percent of the VR videos you can find on the internet today are just going to be it's all porn. It's all of it. It's all, of it. it's all porn. So and we're, this, much. we're in this weird. We're in this weird it's, conversion of technology right now mm-hmm. so everything is kind of coming up to a meeting at a climax if you will ah, ah, or ah, ah. <laughs> ah, ah, ah. i sound like count dracula there One. or count, count chocula ah, ah, whatever ah, his ah. name is. yeah 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 but the count from sesame the street count, but, yes. but what i'm trying to say is a lot of technology is merging right now so i think alexa and siri technology will, is obviously going to be part of this so there's going to be the artificial intelligence side mm-hmm. where you actually have a companion kind of like the movie her Mm -hmm. or like uh, blade runner 2049 Mm -hmm. where you i mean and this i actually if you guys want to look this up yeah or blade runner um (laughs) that's what but i like they're all androids i like 2049 better because of uh anna de armas she's such a babe i mean oh my god ex machina is another wild example of it you can go down to yes it's crazy um and but yeah, but yeah, so uh, what I was saying was that so pe- it's uh, companions. So, I mean, Ex Machina is another good one. Rest mm-hmm. in peace, uh, DMX. Uh, but 
with companionship people there's an app out there if people want to look look into this that actually is like an ai chatbot that'll just kind of like talk to you and ask you how your day is going and stuff like that i mean and it's kind of weird because it's good in a way but also bad because there's like epidemic numbers of loneliness and depression these days so i think that'll help but in the same way, it's going to kind of make things worse. It's going to like trap you in your own world. So AI, the rise of AI is like the printing press in a way, because it's just all, it's all words. It's the, uh, it's stimulating the imagination without actually doing any of the physical stuff or seeing any of the physical stuff. It's having the conversations, having a companion to talk to. I, personally knee-jerk reaction i'm kind of concerned about it i feel like that's you know no judgment at all but if i was knee-jerk reaction that seems a little bit pathetic and that's really mean i know that's really mean but that's just how i feel i'm sure i could be i'm sure i could be uh persuaded differently but so yeah that's that's one avenue that's the first avenue is the rise of AI mm-hmm. and the rise of being able to talk and have some, a robot keep you company. I don't know what you think about that. I, I mean, you sort of nailed it. I, I agree with you that there's this desperation for community. I bring, this is what I, I harp on community. You harp on mushrooms, but really the same thing. You need a collection of spores. We need, yeah. we need physical <clears throat> connection, but that, it's really brought about through like emotional connection, mental connections, and spiritual connections. It just happens to be in the physical. It's really hard to say, okay, let's the one, this technology is going to come out. It's with the idea that we're going to be able to slow it down or prevent it or stop it because of potential theoretical or philosophical downfalls isn't realistic. We're going to have, in the next, I would say within 50 years, you're going to have people that are choosing to live single lives outside of, you know, physical comfort or physical um, involvement with real humans, blood. I don't, I'm not, this is now it's getting crazy. Real humans versus robots, basically. Yeah. Um, AIs are great for helping us out. I mean, when you look at Alexa or Siri or any of the big AIs that are out there uh, with most of our tech, there's somewhere around like 5% of all the requests are sexual in nature. And the big companies have specifically made them go, I'm sorry, I didn't understand. And then you have to rephrase it. And then, sorry, I didn't understand. So they ignore this desire for people to find sexual pleasure within, you know, artificial intelligence or just that communication or comfort or um, conversation. Um, but the sex industry is there. I mean, the porn is huge. The adult entertainment industry is absolutely massive, um, has more money invested in it than Hollywood does. So you can imagine what's going to come out in the next four, five, six years, uh, the level of just normal tech that we're coming out with the ability for, uh, what's, uh, I'm blanking. What's the test? The, uh, uh, Schrodinger's cat. No. Yeah. Schrodinger's cat. Absolutely. No, the, the AI test to see if it can trick a person. Oh, uh, Turing's Turing's. Thank you. Uh, yeah. Just Turing's test. What we're 
what we're seeing happening and this is just for me like jumping in like for a minute or two into like some crazy article and then just going ah uh so i'm really trying to still grasp where my brain is going with this because for so long it has just been on the big screens and now it's here i can remember as a kid watching you know crazy old school sci-fi and thinking ah you know like i robot back in the you know i robot's an amazing series uh but then the one with will smith is crazy realistic you're like okay i see what's happening here all right word and now it's really happening um hopefully it's more like i robot and not and less like i am legend yeah that'd be zombie robots man um so uh, yeah i'm gonna put my thoughts together in this little sound bite we because of our fear of actually engaging with people we don't want to go into groups i think covid's a big example of this we, we're able to allow for our fears of engagement to overwhelm us and this is going to be an outlet and a distraction that's not going to force people into overcoming some insecurities around like interactions with other humans. Like I'm scared when I talk to new people. Um, I get flustered when I don't know what I'm saying. Like I just, as we all just sort of heard. Um, And the only way to get better at that and, and to become more aware of myself is through interactions with other people. And if I can get an AI that I can program into thinking, acting, and feeling as I want it to, all I'm really doing is supporting my ego and I'm supporting who I think I am and I'm building that up. And I'm removing myself more from society. I'm removing myself from the human experience in order to prop up just this mental, these mental escapades that are happening in my own brain, uh, in my own head. Yeah, man, that's a really good point. It's, it's, uh, it's intense because basically what we see here is the rise of the convenience age where everything is like a click away. And you would think that convenience makes you better, but really look at us compared to uh, our ancestors. We are soft as shit. We get to sleep in a bed every night. Yeah. (laughs) We have, (laughs) we have grocery stores down the street. Dude, grocery stores, you can get your groceries delivered to your door. Yeah, exactly. Like you get, you get prime, you get prime to your door. You never have to leave. If you've got a job where you can, uh, where you can telecommute, you never have to leave your mm-hmm. house. You just get Uber eats, telecommuting and Netflix. And you do that on repeat. So what's the only thing missing connection, mm-hmm. human connection, connection to someone else. So you're right, man, we're kind of the convenience age is slowly kind of taking the, uh, inconvenience out of socializing or Mm -hmm. social anxiety. So, whoa, you got social anxiety? Don't worry about it. You just buy this AI program and you just talk to them about your day. And eventually things kind of melt together and you really kind of forget, especially if you, if like what you were talking about earlier, especially when you add VR into the mix. So Mm -hmm. VR, I think will be like, I think VR will kind of definitely happen uh, a little bit before the actual in the physical robots happen. But I think when you add the VR on top of the AI, all of a sudden you are in another world and you've got this, uh, you've got all of your, uh, you've tricking your brain to, so if you've got an AI that's programmed to keep you company 
and you've got the VR headset on, people could get lost in these worlds and you could even like, mm-hmm. I don't know, order something online, like order Uber Eats and maybe not even somehow program your VR goggles to not even take off while you go to the door and like get the food and you eat the food and you're still in the VR Mm -hmm. and the convenience overload is going to turn us into those people from uh, Wally. You know what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. That's exact. I felt like I love that uh, movie by the way, but I feel like that is going to, it's going to do us a lot of harm. I think it's going to really do us a lot of harm and there's got to be some sort of, momentum that breaks because you can't just push the gas forever without some sort of reaction. Mm -hmm. Something will break. There will still be places where people obviously gather and socialize, but you, you even see it in like the Gen Z kids. They're completely fine. Like even before the pandemic, but essentially, especially after the pandemic, they're completely fine. Like attending some virtual, virtual concert, uh, tipping people with Dogecoin and like really kind of like interacting with people from their like living room or bedroom. So I think that's the the first initial signs that people will be completely fine interacting sexually on mm-hmm. VR and with AI. And I mean, definitely with other people too, you probably have people with avatars that like hook up with each other and you can have like a completely different avatar. It could be some some jacked like centaur dude like uh making sweet sexy time with some sort of uh some sort of female lucky charms uh leprechaun leprechaun lady you know so we're all just going to turn into digital furries basically i feel like that's going to be one Uh sort of kink that everyone gets not everyone but i'm sure a lot of people have like these avatars where they go plow the (laughs) plow people (laughs) plow their avatars yeah oh man yo let me be that centaur tonight yeah um yeah it's it's wild yeah because if you i mean the moment you can also use both of it you can have the you can have the sex bot that's there for that you know the physical warmth i mean the level of the tech that we have that can you know change the change the temperature of the skin make sure that all like the body movements are right all the responses seem natural and then having you know plug into a, a vr world and say oh but i'm i'm hanging out with people you know i'm not physically with them but there's this, still this you know i can go and find that you know that wood nymph and have my way you know it's <laughs> like it's crazy i just I like, I'm just scared because you're right. It's, it's already so prevalent. I mean, the snap Snapchat culture, man, it's let me go. I can share your experiences while not even being there. And for me, it's, I'm, I rely on experiences. Like that's how I live my life. It's, I quit playing video games because at some point I've realized just how disconnected I was to the world out there. And not that not that there's anything wrong with that. You know, there are great games where you can go and build a community and have friends. But when you invest so much of your time in something that is fictional, it's not real, you're going to perceive what reality in a, through a false lens. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and that's a, yeah. and that can go to anything. I mean, that can go down to just normal perceptions. I mean, there was, you know, I, I can relate to not seeing reality properly 
for lots of other reasons. Um, That's the crazy thing about it, man, is the lines are blurred. They're getting more and more blurred between reality and fiction when you can use some sort of like digital currency to like pay for something in VR. People are buying things that don't exist in the yeah. real world. They're spending massive amounts of money on like, like digital virtual swords for their yeah. video game. Mm -hmm. So why wouldn't, they, who's to say they wouldn't buy, like purchase a digital prostitute? Like, yeah. I, I feel like they're, these things are well, crazy to think about. And also just the damage that that does to your psyche. It's like, all right, in this yeah. virtual world, I am a seven foot tall, 12 packed, four armed ninja wielding, I don't know, uh, dark elf. Yeah. Like it's cool. That's awesome. That's great. But in reality, if I sit back and if I was just that person at my computer all day long and did nothing else, I would be 220 pounds, have a vitamin D deficiency, and I wouldn't, I physically wouldn't be healthy, but I'm able to project this image of what I want myself to be in through my avatar. And it's not healthy to have these like expectations of what, like, I know that I'm not a 10. There's no reason why I should be able to think that I should like just on a physical level that like the sex spots that are put, being put out. There's no way in real life that they're attracted to me. Like, I know that like go onto any of the sex spot sites right now. They're giant size Barbies. I'm not a Ken doll. Like that's what? not me. And so if I'm able to just go out and buy a Barbie and be like, yo, this Barbie's into me. It's like, nah, it's like one, I'm also, I'm, I don't, <laughs> that's not me. That's not realistic. Like I need to have a realistic expectation of what I am capable of. And sure, I can drop five grand on a piece of nice plastic to make myself feel like, oh yeah, I'm getting this tonight. That's awesome. Not really. Like it's it's just weird, man. It's it's just weird. The we it allows me, I would create this false idea of what I'm actually capable of if I went down the rabbit hole of VR and sex bots. And I would just my ego would fucking explode. Like yeah, I man. Would, I would just, I would be a terrible human being. I mean, this isn't for the world. This isn't saying anything else. I just know that I would walk around thinking because I had sex with this 10, that's a robot. Like all of a sudden I'm like, all other men should bow before me because I had $5,000 to spare on this piece of latex. Yeah, man. It's, <laughs> like, I mean, it's nuts. First of all, you're a 10, you're a 10 to me, Lance. First oh, of all. Let's get you. that. Uh, this let's mustache get that, that is about way. to be a 10. Yeah. I'll tell you that. That's the only thing I got going for me. Okay. You oscillate between, between a 10 and a two in my yeah, eyes. Good. <laughs> uh, I'm just kidding. Um, no. Um, Put you so, at a solid 4.3. Oh, 4.3. Um, but yeah, man, that's such a good point. And it's, well, people got to realize that there's uh, two factors go into genetics. There's the, you know, there's the nature, what you were born with, but there's also the, your environment. And I think this is going to be incredibly, it already is. Let's, I mean, let's be honest. The internet is very bad for mental health. I don't think there's any way to cut it or any way to spin it where you're uh, where this is some, for some reason, mentally healthy. Yes. Maybe you can go to like, a like, connect with people on a meetup group online and then meet them in real life. But that's not what I'm talking about. Strictly the technology is not, is so foreign to us that it's kind of, 
it's connecting bridges that were never there before. And it's screw them with our heads, man. I mean, the lines are so blurred right now. I'm sure video ga- video games are one of these other verticals that is going to like meet at the top. So that we've got our, uh, we've got our AI companionship talking robots. We've got our VR and then you've got your video games, which is kind of overlaps with VR, but you, I mean, I'm sure they're going to add sexual things into, I mean, they've already added like overtly sexual characters. I don't know about any video games where you're actually like doing sexual acts, but maybe they're probably out there. There's, there's erotic video games. There's porn yeah. video games. Like, yeah. You can... So that, yeah, exactly. That I mean, I was told to, by a friend uh, when I was like 20 yeah. that there was this game where like you chose like, you know, it was like. Uh... I mean, I go back and forth on this, man, because, you know, I want people to like have freedom of choice and everything. But I do think. Choose your own adventure sound- game. That's what I was going for. Yeah. Choose your own nice. adventure. Oh, well, without sounding. Uh, <laughs> cho- choose your own. Uh, choose your own boneyard. Uh Um, but without sounding like a cornflake about it, I do think that porn is kind of a low key health crisis a little bit. Oh yeah. Cause I mean, tons of, tons of people are addicted to it. Mm -hmm. Massive, massive amounts. And I'm not saying it's bad or good, but I mean, especially, you know, it's just, it just seems like uh, it's definitely making people sexually autistic in a way. In from my from my like looking at it from kind of the a lens like I can't even s- order a pizza without thinking I'm about to get fucked. I know through sa- extra sausage, <laughs> uh, but but yeah, man. So I mean, obviously that comes to the uh, comes to maybe the the glory like we were talking about earlier. The actual robot, the actual. I mean, when you look at the technology for sex dolls at the moment, mm-hmm. it's kind of frightening because you know like it's like ah, oh, that's not a real that's not a real like person or whatever but like i feel like that is going to be the original use case for uh what you might call a replicant in blade runner those yeah. are going to be the first use case for why you would build a robot that looks exactly like a human mm-hmm. and it's going to be scary as hell because like I don't know what these companies are going to be able to do, whether they'll be able to like harvest our DNA data or not, you know, in the, uh, that gets deposited Mm -hmm. into these robots, but it, it makes you think about like birth rates, like what's going to happen to that. I mean, when you mix in pluripotent cells, I think we'll, we'll probably, obviously I think things will settle out. I don't think the birth rates will be too crazy if the pluripotent cells come at the same time where people are, uh, making test tube babies and then just having mm-hmm. uh, like sex for fun. But I think there's going to be, I, I don't know what's going to happen, man, because I want to say that like the, the people, the incels, you know, the people, the involuntary celibates, have you heard that word? Mm-hmm. It, I feel like that's going to be a good thing for them, but I don't, I really don't know. Cause it, the whole thing is weird, man, because like they're starting to legalize prostitution in the U.S. as well. I think they just decriminalized it in uh, New York or something. Mm-hmm. So uh, things are getting things are kind of really shaking up in the in the like sexual space. And a lot of it really disturbs me, dude. Like what is a sex doll like a realistic life size sex doll going to be like in 50 years or 100 years? Yeah. It's like. It's kind of creepy. <laughs> and when, you know, 
when is that also going to really start being, when is this tech going to really start being abused? Um, yeah, we can, we can put these safe measures in, in place, but we know that if, if there's the opportunity for somebody to, you know, take advantage of the situation, it's going to be used. I mean, you look at the, I mean, the little simple things of the oil pipe, it's not that that's that simple, but the oil pipeline getting hacked Yeah, you know, last week, it's like, if people can hold somebody hostage for their own benefit, there's going to be enough people out there that start doing it. Well, let's be and honest. Can, I don't want to cut you off, but I'll let you keep going. But yeah. like Facebook is holding us hostage right yeah. now, like in a legal way. So it's like illegal and legal. We're being held hostage in our uh, brain. Mm -hmm. But sorry, keep going. Oh, yeah. No, it's there. But if you can send in a bot to seduce somebody... And then there's all of the evidence that's there. Everything's, you know, we, we hear about the, you know, the sex scandals or even just the, I hacked your, I didn't hack anybody's a person's, uh, yeah. you know, Gmail has been hacked and now there's been photos of them that have been released and it's saying, okay, where's that line of privacy? When, when is it going to turn into, all right, let's actively try to trick people. And if people get on we're already seeing with the pandemic how much on edge people are when you are told that person's potentially dangerous and hazardous to you. If we are now walking around and instead of fearing cyber hacks, if there can actually be a hack to our life in the physical world because of a bot and we won't be able to tell that they're human or not, how much fear is it going to create by then the actual human connections when i go and meet somebody new am i going to uh, automatically be hesitant that okay is this a real person or is this not um when and when that starts happening it's just crazy like it's just crazy Dude. i'm still trying yeah, to man. figure out what i'm trying to say but it's just i'm just scared of sitting down and not me because i'll probably be dead by the time this happens but who knows uh sitting down at a coffee shop and striking up a conversation and not knowing if that person was programmed to be there because they're trying to get something from me, or if they're actually just a genuinely decent human being that just wants to strike up a conversation for the three to four minutes of companionship that they get out of it. It brightens both of our days. And then we go on our own way. You know? Yeah, man. It's, it's, it's already happening. It's already happening. You've seen like deep fakes and stuff, right? Yeah. There's massive ethical questions about like, even about like crazy stuff, like uh, people making deep fakes and of like some sort of like a uh, porn situation or sex situation, but putting another person's face on there. Mm -hmm. Like that seems completely like amoral, immoral. And I mean, I feel like that should be illegal. I don't know what the laws are. I don't know if we have any laws around that right now, but that should totally be illegal. And you, it doesn't even have to be with like what we were talking about in the, in the sexual realm. It mm -hmm. could be with anything, you know, you're just putting, you're making someone say something they didn't say in a video uh, that happened a, a few weeks back. This mom, uh, it was just some gossip, some sort of drama with her, with a cheerleading team and this like popular girl in the cheerleading team and her, the mom's daughter didn't like that girl. So the mom somehow made a deep fake of the popular girl, like vaping or saying mm -hmm. something weird. And it was, and then she like released the video and the mom's like, the mom's in trouble right now. Mm -hmm. So 
it just goes to show you that like, yeah, that's eventually going to turn into real life stuff. I feel like we've got to, there's got to be some sort of authentication system coming up. I feel like it should be on the blockchain probably at this mm -hmm. point in 2021, at least, but there's got to be some sort of way to authenticate things like an NFT, for example, where you know that that is a unique specific, I mean, it's sad, but what you're talking about with the cafe example, I feel like people are going to have to have like bio identifiers or something. Mm -hmm. Like that's that there's no way that happens in our lifetime. I mean, I'd love to be proven wrong. That would be crazy if technology goes that fast, but um, I'd love to be proven wrong on that. But uh, it, that seems to me like something that's like 150 to 200 years off, but I, I just kind of pulled that number out of my butt, but it just seems to me that there's got to be, oh, there's got to be a balance and it's weird. Uh, we've got to, Cause that kind of leads back into like the biological thing where you were mentioning like the vitamin D deficiency mm -hmm. that people are going to have with their real, there there's gotta be a bridge. There's gotta be a way grow to lights, man. All apartments come yeah. with grow lights. Everybody gets a seven by seven cubicle. You get yep. a computer, you tap in, you're in your world. Bam. You're hooked up to an IV. You order your pizza. You get the sensation you're eating pizza, but all you're getting is a bunch of splooge in your arm. Yeah, I think that's not far off, actually, which is scary, but actually a good solution to it, because, you know, right now, even like we were saying at the beginning, like and what I'm what the audiobook I'm reading right now uh, called Nutrient Power, basically uh, most most disease can come back, just leads back to uh, genetics and the genetics that are altered by our deficiencies for things that we're unable to make for one reason or another. So I think in the future, we really need to have our specific biological fingerprint and be like, okay, so such and such is prone to a vitamin D deficiency and a vitamin B deficiency. So they get this cocktail once a week, yada, yada, yada. So we can at least stay healthy while we're completely fucking our minds over in a different, in a different way. <laughs> yeah. Um, which is wild. Cause for me, it's like, what's the point in physical health? If mentally, emotionally, spiritually, you're just broken, you're dead. Um, it's yeah. What's, what's the point? I mean, it, then it's just, it's the upload me, bro. Like who cares? Yeah. Just if, if I don't care about anything physical, what's the point in even trying to, mm. so why wouldn't it just be basically, you know, not to go to the extreme, but matrix style, like, yeah, if that's it, then that's it. Right. If that's where we're going, well then let's just plug on in. No, I don't want to fucking plug in. Um, but yeah, with like Screw that. fakes, everything that's we've been saying right now can be used against us. Somebody could easily twist and take my words and my crazy thoughts and put them out there. And then I could probably not get a job. Yeah. Realistically, these are things that like we we're all coming to learn and accept and, it's wild that uh, we still have this fear. And I mean, we're thirties and we're like going, Hey, this technology is crazy. I feel like, you know, my mom telling me to stop playing video games as a kid, but <laughs> the, my sisters that are 15, they don't care. They know that every single thing they say that they do is being recorded somewhere. And for good or for bad, at, at least they know that they're being held accountable at all times. It's there's yeah. no there's not even this concept of, oh, I can get away with some shady shit. They just go, nah, 
And part of it is, you know, my ego would inflate if I was able to do a lot of things. They don't really care. They're like, if it's good or for bad, I'm not important enough to actually have anybody want to like affect my life, which is a little naive because you don't know what's going to happen, you know, in 10 years, you don't know what your level of importance is going to be or your potential is when you're, you know, 15. Um, so we'll see, yeah, man. man. It's I just mean, crazy. It's just, and then you go down like, you go down to, ah, oh, yeah, this is like 2% of where my mind's been going about sex bots. Sex bots are crazy. They are, dude. And it's, it's crazy because like when, like the surveillance, so yeah, you're going to be less likely to do dumb things or illegal things. But I think that also in the long run prevents you from doing may, maybe being your full self, like being, uh, being able to express yourself fully, like, Mm -hmm. because there is the, because political correctness, you kind of clamp down on, uh, illegal behavior, but it also, I think dampens, dampens personality. Sometimes it's important to be a good person and care about other people, but I think it's also important to like express yourself, make jokes, have fun, laugh, that sort of thing. But I, I just wonder, I'm just, uh, I'm just hopeful, you know, that, uh, with these, with the rise of all of this, because it's come, it's like coming down the pike soon. Like it's already, obviously it's already here. Like mm-hmm. it's been here for a long time since, I mean, in, in the digital version, it's been here since, I don't know, the internet started. Mm-hmm. So, uh, it's, it's definitely here to stay. I just wonder, I just wonder if we'll be able to navigate it without getting caught in the matrix without getting caught in some sort of simulation because really at the end of the day we make our own rules about what's good and bad and a lot of those rules are kind of based on things that we didn't have any say on they're based on what makes us feel happy and what makes us feel sad like what makes us feel fulfilled is like healthy food and exercise and what makes us feel sad is kind of being i don't know just like a masturbation yeah, like beat, <laughs> yeah, beating like, off, beating off all like, day and like eating pizza, you know? Yeah. So it's like, so in that sense, there's there the concept of free will comes into it. Like, do I have free will in the instances of biological drives? Mm-hmm. Like, is that my free will or is that a biological drive that was written into my code when I was born? So it kind of, it kind of starts to really get into the very deepest part of ourselves. I feel like the entire world or the entire economy is built on uh, preventing death and acquiring sex. Mm-hmm. So we, we've been, we've been preventing death for a long time on the internet and acquiring a kind of fake version of sex with pornography Mm -hmm. but but i think sooner or later when this comes to rise it's really going to kind of screw with the entire human paradigm like what it means to be human is going to be completely screwed and like fucked with and we're going to realize i think hopefully that it's kind of i don't know if it'll be an attack on our ego but it, it, it will kind of like off kilter or put off balance are like human centric vision on things. Mm-hmm. Well, it's wild too, because those two basic impulses that you're talking about sex and avoiding death, we avoided death to have more sex. 
basically. But we did that for, for one main reason, for more people. Like yeah. That's, that's the biological drive. That's what's in all yeah. living organisms is to reproduce and recreate. Porn isn't natural. Sex robots aren't natural. You're just, you're taking something that had a biological purpose and also has is and is pleasurable it is something that is enjoyable and you're you're removing the the purpose behind it just for the pleasure yeah and when we when we're breaking away from what's natural in order to be i don't know like subnatural super remove we're removing ourselves from nature even more so than just like hey we don't live underneath trees or we don't live in caves anymore we're actually removing biological functions of activities and the biological purpose of things. You know, we should work out for reasons that are, as you said, written in our code. We need vitamin D for reasons that are written in our code. We have sex for reasons that are written in our code. We just also are able to get pleasure out of things. And we're so good at taking what's pleasurable and then manipulating it and twisting it into something that is no longer good for us. It's just indulgences. That's, you know, when, we uh, that's the commodity culture is we love to we love to overconsume. i mean yeah we man. are consumers right so it's it's crazy to think about because there's no way that we're stopping this there's absolutely no way but no. i really i'm hopeful that there's going to be this little bit of a little bit of a community that basically at some point just says fuck all of this like i'm pretty sure i'm just going to be an old dude that just hits like power off yeah. And I'm just going to, I'm basically just going to go live like a monk, man. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to have my books and I'm going to go and farm the land and I'm just going to chill. And I'll be like, you know what? I saw all these really cool things as, you know, in my 20s and 30s and 40s. I don't need to go travel halfway around the world now because the world's fucking crazy. Like, I just want my little bit of land. I want to be left the fuck alone. Anybody who wants to come over, cool. I'm all for you coming over. Just, you know, don't bring Snapchat. Yeah. And then you, and so then you're like, fuck all that shit. And you like throw out all your, uh, you throw out all your devices and you're just like, you're sitting now there I'm bored. and you're like sit, <laughs> sitting in your chair. And then, um, and then all of a sudden it goes boom, and your, and your wife takes off your VR goggles and you're like, Oh, Lance, you're back. Yeah. Oh my. And then you're actually, oh! <laughs> yeah, exactly. Where am I? Where am I? So exactly. So all the tech you were, you, we were in a simulation the whole time, but, but yeah, man, it's, it really, it, it goes, it plays on the, uh, it plays on our wires, our potential for addiction as well. So imagine, so pornography is so, I think it's worse for guys because guys, I mean, women, women can like, uh, flick the bean all the live long day and they, they don't lose a part of their hormones in the process, you know, where we lose a part of our life energy mm -hmm. and which becomes depleting life. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, and it's, it shows it's, uh, it shows with actually experimenting with that. Like I've, uh, seen about this online and I've, uh, I've done it myself, but then like the no fap movement where you just like, abstain for a week and after a Adava week like, that's what i was <laughs> yeah el penis enlargio <laughs> no but after a week you're just like 
you're like, you've got all this like energy and you're like, ah, cause we, we didn't evolve to be able to like, I feel like beating off is like a cheat code in a way. Mm -hmm. So that's like the OG cheat code that's been around since as long as we've had thumbs, you know, but I don't know. I think things are constantly progressing and our personal view of what is natural or unnatural is always going to be shifting. So like a baby now is going to be like, yeah, of course, whatever, a cell phone, the touchscreen, that's completely natural. So there's going to be no qualms. That's going to be the people that will never have qualms with it are the one-year-olds. One-year-olds are never going to like put up a fuss about new technology and that's the way it's always going to be but i think i think in general i don't like the way this is going because we don't have proper safety mechanisms in place i i'd be what i'd be a little bit more understanding of the entire movement if you will if we had some sort of safety mechanisms in place where people could go and do that and not fall into the depths of some sort of psychosis mm -hmm. because it's, oh, oh yeah. we're already, we're already turning psychotic because of Instagram. So imagine what it, what it's going to do to a 17 year old boy when, when he has his own like sex doll and where boys used to be addicted to porn and now they're addicted to the physical sensation of making sex to a latex robot. It just, I don't like the way this is going. And I know we're still in the early, early uh, instances of it. So obviously we're only thinking about the wild stuff and maybe not the safety nets, but I just hope the safety net evolves along with us. Man, think of us when we were 25, the crazy shit we did. Yeah, man. This is, and we're like, now we're saying, not saying sex is bad, but we're saying have sex responsibly. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I can't believe I'm saying that. I sound like a, <laughs> I sound like an old, like an old oh, idiot. Oh <laughs> man! It's, but but I just, all, I'm, it's just you know, all-consuming, and we've seen that. And I, I don't know. That's my biggest thing now is that I don't like when we oh, it's the overindulgence, and I'm not trying to tell anybody what their sex life should be like because if I tell you, you're just gonna tell me I'm wrong anyway. So yeah, I even try to have that conversation. All I, I have found in my own life is that if I go too heavy into anything, I'm fucked up. That's just from personal experience. Yeah. I get screwed up if I, Same. if I just indulge completely in one thing or if I just indulge in four things and forget the other aspects of life. And that's where VR, sex bots, that's why it scares me I, because I know my personality and I could easily just ignore the rest of the world for this one little bit of, or this one fake pleasure. It's not, yeah. it's not even real pleasure. It's not real joy. It's like, you know, it's, it's chasing the high. It's not real. Like you want to go have a fucking fun time. Go do something else. <laughs> go, <laughs> go do something. Just go to, I don't want to tell you what's fun, but I can tell you scuba diving is fucking awesome. I'm going skydiving at the end of June. Uh, like, it's like it's, go do something cool damn it i, yeah, I know like if mean, i don't man. think it's cool then don't do it like i don't think having sex with a bot is cool like i just it's something as well of just like it just doesn't seem right it just seems pathetic to me and i'm sorry anybody out there that's like no i'm really into it that's great but in my opinion it's just if i'm fucking a robot it's just pathetic there's no if i can 
program something to be like, I'm into this. What's the point? Like, I just don't get it. There's no adventure. Sex should also be a little bit of an adventure, and I shouldn't have to program in a dominatrix to be like, oh, look at what I chose to do tonight. Well, like, no, exactly. fuck off. Like, go out into the world and try. If you're going to try to get laid, try to get laid. Have a woman say, yeah, you can. we, we can have sex tonight and see how or much fun that is. Or have a woman say, hell no, and yeah. you have to develop your personality a little bit. Yeah. You know? Because otherwise, there's be all these- a fucking man. Oh, I was trying I mean, to not go down this ramp, but you got me too fired up. I completely agree, man. Oh. I completely agree. I'm like, it, it's, it, to me, it's just, ugh. But, but I got to, I'll play devil's advocate for a moment. Yeah, go so, for it. Uh, what about people that have like, like disabilities, someone that like a paraplegic, what about someone, uh, who can't, for whatever reason, enjoy the company of the opposite sex? I think that there, I think it can go two ways. I think that if we're going into VR and it's fake that we still know it's fake and that actually could cause more damage than actually not being able to do it. If, if you're a pair, this is just me, you know, throwing out a thought. Um, if you're paraplegic and you can go into the VR world and have the ability to walk, that's amazing. That's great. But what happens to your psyche when you take off the, that lens? Like what happens when you realize again, ah, oh, shit, I still can't walk. Is that going to be helpful or is it going to be detrimental? And I think those are things that we need to, we would need to address, um, I don't think that, I don't think that anybody should have the ability or power to say, Hey, you know what you were, you know, born without the ability to walk or you were in a motorcycle accident and now you can no longer walk. It's your call to tap into VR, but this is what we've seen. Um, and yeah. I think that's going to take some time because I don't want to, I don't want to tell somebody, no, you can't ever have the sensation to walk again because it could possibly damage you. But I'm just really hesitant of the inability for people to accept what has happened if they're given the choice not to, you know? I mean, but. it's true. It's true. Um, I think, I think for the walking example, I'm all for that. Yeah. And um, um, I just, I'm worried about the psyche. That's all. That's, no, that's I, no. Concern. So am I, I yeah. I'm hashing it out. I've never thought about it until you mentioned it. So I'm just hashing it out in my own mind, but you're right. I mean, it's, it's, it's going to, I think anything that is soothing to someone is going to be beneficial, but then where's the line between soothing and like psychopathic. So mm -hmm. some, some psychopath that's just been like pl plugging his sex box. Oh, pretty like, birdie. Ah, yeah. I'm so calm yeah. now. Yeah, oh, pretty exactly. birdie. Ah, I'm so and calm thinks now. It, thinks that he can treat uh, real human women like he treats his sex bot, you know? Yeah. Like, and plus, like, even a small example is not saying please to Alexa when you ask her to do something, you know? It's mm -hmm. like that's in the real world is make is training you not to say, not to say please and thank you as, as much, which, you know, manners are a very small, small example, but it's, it's kind of uh, significant or indicative of a larger social decorum and whether things are falling apart or whether they're staying together, something that measures whether like a society is falling apart is like adherence to traffic laws, like mm -hmm. countries where people don't really like where people ignore traffic laws is kind of like indicative. Russia. Yeah, 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 exactly. Indicative of, you know, the U.S. has um, our own problems, but 
Yeah. That's what, but we do kind of like stick to our traffic laws, you know, but stay uh, on the right hand side, motherfuckers, get out of my way. I'm in the left hand lane. I mean, exactly, exactly, man. So uh, I I guess, I guess another uh, moral question, it's not really moral. Well, it is, it's totally a moral question. Ethics, man, is, um, you know, the legalization of prostitution for paraplegic people. I feel like I'm in support of that. I feel like that is an inherent good. Explain what we're legalizing in that statement. Well, I, you couldn't specifically legalize prostitution for um, uh, paraplegics, but we were talking about paraplegics earlier with sex robots. I'm just mm-hmm. wondering what you think about a paraplegic being um, intimate with a uh, an escort or someone who is being paid to be there. I mean, I think it's, I think it's we're adults, right? Like, it's just one of those things where, yeah, you can choose, and I'm a fan of people being able to make their own moral and ethical choices. But I think that we should also have the info that's there saying, this is what we've seen. This is why we suggest maybe not doing something. Yeah. Um, I thought at first, when you said that you were like kill billing the situation, it's like, Hey, like if the paraplegic wants to become a prostitute, we're going to legalize that. <laughs> and then, you know, somebody could just go and have their way with the body. I was like, what no. are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> no like, that's what oh i was like hold on <laughs> oh my god i'm so confused i'm glad that's not believe, what we're talking about um i cannot believe yeah that's not what we're talking about <laughs> okay <laughs> that's some bill burr type stuff right yeah, there that's, ho- I was that's just horrible. like wow all right cool so uh that's horrible glad i moved out of new york uh <laughs> yeah we are <laughs> that is we are not getting on that train that choo-choo <laughs> train is going straight to hell all right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. No, I companionship's important. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I just, I don't know what people would, I think we're isolated and we're alone. Right. And that's why we seek out companionship. Yeah. I, and I think that prostitution, it just allows for that isolation and loneliness to, to exasperate it just becomes too much and if we are if we're able to have these releases literally uh then we're not ever trying to figure out what the core problem is we're not trying to figure out why am i why do i feel alone most people don't even acknowledge that they feel alone they don't even realize that there's this that they're dealing with anxiety that they they're dealing with depression that they are just fucking lonely and it's hard to find a community that understands that. It's hard to find a group of people that you can just walk into and be like, hey, uh, I'm here because I'm lonely and I need some friends. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's We should be able to uh, remember what we were like as kids. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, I'm Daniel. What's your yeah. name? You want to be friends? We should, we should just have Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Heart Club Band. Like that should yeah. just be a club. That should be well, like, we I have mean, the Rotary exactly. Club and then we have the Sergeant Pepper Club. You need a friend? Come on in. We'll be your friend. S- it's weird because so like one part of me is like, this is going to make people, this is going to turn, turn everybody into a sociopath. It's bad. And then another part of me is like, people should be free to make their own choices. But then another part of me is like people in weird environments and situations make unhealthy choices for themselves. Mm-hmm. So it's like this, it's this weird, weird thought process that I have. I, I, I think I, I'm trying to, I'm tashing it out as we go along. I think I would not support it spoken like a true 
tw- uh, you know, 2020s generation, mm-hmm. like we're in the 2020s, like what happens in the, the, uh, the 3020s mm-hmm. or I mean the, yeah, yeah. The 3020s. Um, wait, no, that's too far you're away. Just, that, turn, that, you're all turn around in the 20, <laughs> in the 2120s is what I meant to say. Okay. 2120s, 2120s. Yeah. Okay. I'm <laughs> Yo, I got 2120s in my back mm-hmm. pocket. Yo. Um, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I think that, I think my, uh, pre, my, my desi- desire to put a morality on it is another, is another problem. I don't think there is a necessarily a moral nature to that any more than there's a moral nature to a specific drug or a specific garden tool or a specific object. It's all what we project onto it. So I think if we can kind of create some sort of network or some sort of structure that includes them, something that I don't have the imagination to think up at the moment, then maybe it, maybe it turns out. Okay. I I think what, what exactly are you referring to again? I I lost uh, like like real life sex robots. Okay. So we're against real life sex robots. Um, you know, I'm, that's the thing. I'm, I can't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say someone else shouldn't do it. I just wouldn't do it. See, I think that we have that as a society, it's like, yes, people are going to make individual choices, but we've gone really far down this like nihilistic, like worldview. Like we are all about whatever a person can think for the most part, as long as it doesn't affect directly affect another human it's okay like we'll ju- we'll just you yeah. can go be in your own little corner and that's not healthy we are social animals we are social beings we are well we aren't exactly. supposed to be meant we aren't meant to be isolated and alone and when we allow people to get, live in their own heads and just somehow create their own justification for almost anything we're failing as a as a species that individual might be living like their best life being a complete loner or complete dick or complete, you know, whatever. But we as a species are failing. We get to still as a group say some things are right and some things are wrong. And we can use evidence, empirical evidence. We do have reasons still to say, okay, we've seen that this is a bad idea for this, this, and this. And we can apply it to our like biology. Why are we having sex like initially? And then what does that led into to, to remove why we do things, the cause of it just for the effects, just for the pleasure. It's just, I don't know. We're losing something that to me is what makes us human. We can't yeah. lose completely being, we can't lose our biology. We can't, lose that cool coding that's within us that got us to this point just because now you know uh 17 year old lance just wants a fucking sex robot and just wants to hang out in his room for 25 years until he you know runs himself dry yeah man i i completely agree it's the it's the it's the argument between uh what is natural versus what is not natural some people say hey it has come out of the natural world so therefore it's natural uh it's just as natural as a beehive you know, that sort of thing. I, I tend to agree though. There's a lot of things that aren't illegal that aren't necessarily good for society. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think, you know, I think it'll have to, we'll have to wait and see what sort of revolution in psychiatry happens. Yeah. Cause I, I feel like if there are revolutions in psychiatry, then maybe there will be 
maybe this doesn't happen at all because there's a revolution in psychiatry and everyone's like really mentally healthy. And they're like, why would I do that? That makes no sense. I, I love human connection. Mm-hmm. Who knows? We'll wait and see. But I, I do think you're right. I do think the further, the more we go along with our biological codes, uh, well, God, that's not yeah, always just true. Let me, like, why not? I can just fucking pop an oxy, grab my sex well, robot and plug on the VR and not have to deal with anybody. Then all I my wanna, problems fade away, right? I don't want to get dark, but like even all biological, bio, biology isn't necessarily moral either. Like a, like getting eaten by a bear isn't moral, just like in the ancient days, uh, I'm but sure. But that's not moral. It's just amoral. It's what happens. Like that's just like a bear is not maliciously going and killing you. It's like, there's a purpose for it. Okay. How about and a the morality? Rel- okay. Be- how about something that relates more? So, uh, hunter gatherers, like a hunter gatherer, uh, like one of the hunters, uh, raping one of the women in the tribe or, um, some, a Neanderthal, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I'm with you. So it's weird because like, that's quote unquote part of, I, I don't want to, that's not what I'm saying. I'm not going to say something controversial like that is a part of our DNA. I'm just saying that with uh, with all well, of we're these also other DNA written, we're supposed to be we're like there is the we because of uh, we are meant for companionship. Yeah, which should mean that if you're and because of how much babies need help when they're babies, it's not we aren't a species that just like wham bam thank you ma'am and then the dude dips out that's not natural for the species the species relies on there being a protective male figure in order to protect you know the infants as they're as they're yeah. born so it was a community yeah the, and so if you're and if you're breaking that community by raping the women you're fucking up that community you're not doing something that's natural you're doing something that's ple- pleasing to you the, the natural part is the safety of that community and if you're breaking yeah. those relationships and you're, you're again, going against nature. So I'm going to, yeah. I'm going to say rape is bad. Oh, it's, <laughs> I think we're in complete agreement okay. on that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> we're going um, to get in trouble for this one. <laughs> no, it's like Mr. Mackey, uh, rape is bad. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, of course, of course it is. I'm yeah. just trying to hash out like, oh, what, I'm with you, man. What, uh, like there, I, there can't be some sort of, I feel like I want to say that there's some strict line in the sand, like follow nature and nature will always be good. But nature's like fucked up sometimes, you know, like so nature's crazy. So I think we've like, Damn, we've, nature, uh, you scary. Like we've gotten to a point, thank God, where where certain things like are just completely illegal and should be punished by like castration if we could. But but on the other hand, like are are there still are there still ways that we can evolve? Not on the other hand, but is, are we just in the middle point? Like we're completely evolved past like certain barbaric tendencies, but is there further to go where, okay, we don't even have sex for reproductive reasons anymore. We do it for spiritual reasons. And is there any space for a robot in in the mix or is there not? And I think that's the ultimate question. Uh, but I'll give you, uh, what are your final thoughts, Lance? Uh, not being a parent, I'm going to project my idea of what it's like to be a parent. I think that the birth of your kid is probably the most spiritual thing you can go through. I think so too. We, because it's your rebirth. Yeah. If we lose that, then 
the idea of the spirit, this like continuation of life is lost. And I hope that we start to, you know, emphasize more that more that value again, that we're, we're here for a limited time. And the only way that we can in a way continue is through the raising of our kids. And it's, it is the next generation that's going to make all of these decisions. Now I'm really sounding like an old fart, but yeah. I'm there. Like, I, I think it's cool that we have the, that we're able to, to hash this stuff out. And I think it's cool that we're developing and that there are really great applications for this tech. Um, I just hope that we don't do what we typically do and that's overindulge, misuse and abuse it. Screw it up. Yeah. We'll definitely screw it up. Oh yeah. We're going to screw it up. Yeah. 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 Uh, I said, we'll, I hope I know yeah. we're going to screw it up. Okay. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> we'll, de we'll definitely screw it up. The question is whether we fix it. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, no, I completely agree, man. I completely agree. We're it, this is deep inside of us. This is like one of the deepest biological urges and we're on the precipice of really screwing it up and kind mm -hmm. of like pull it, pulling the rug out. Like, the uh the pornography was kind of a little like a little little poke like poke the beast see what happens but the further we go the further the paradigm is just going to be like whoop, like that mm -hmm. and i just hope that we don't turn that this doesn't turn us into a bunch of sociopaths i feel like human connection is important yeah. eye contact is important human touch is important being nice to each other is important kindness is important being able to being able to share your knowledge, your ideas, your resources, all important. So I feel like a big part of that, a big part of the human spirit is sexuality. And I hope we don't, like you were saying, I hope we don't commodify it. And I yeah. think we will. I think we will commodify it. And I mean, I we have, I mean, prostitution yeah. was one of the most, yeah. it's that's an old like, school industry, you know? It's, yeah. That's like the oldest job. Yeah. But, so but, uh, but yeah, so I hope we don't commodify it in some sort of long-term detrimental sense, but we shall see. We shall see. Yeah, dude. Well, that was fun. Uh, yeah, man. Yeah, science fiction. Science fiction. Da, na, na, Great album. Da, na. Science fiction. fiction. Da, 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 da. I love you, baby. And if it's quite all right, I'm singing maybe a little sex robot. Hey, baby. No, I don't know. Be um, my AI tonight. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't. We didn't even talk about like Tinder and Bumble. We'll have to. We do didn't. Our... Yeah, we didn't go down there. Or just like we sort of touched on the grabbing your DNA and then cloning you and then replacing you and then you being yeah. a slave to the government or whatever criminal organization decided to recreate you. Yeah. You know, there's so much craziness down this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, cool. And giving you another name, we'll have to talk. We'll have to talk another time about those things. We but will. Lance, cool brother. Good times, dude. Yes, I will sir. see you later. Awesome. Boy. Peace.